and we've walked with him now for many, many years, is if you want to really get close to him, you're going to have to be a person of thanksgiving. It's just to be around the Lord, uh, you just need to be thankful. And I've learned that if you want to receive things from the Lord, you need faith, all right, but you also need to thank him, not just after he does whatever it is you need done, but thank him before he does it. And then thank him as he's blessing you, whatever it is you need. But then after you receive the blessing, don't stop thanking him. Just always be a person of of, of thankfulness. And that's something I've learned about the Lord. And if you want to receive from him, if you want to continue to walk in his blessings, it's just good to be thankful. You know, I've always been thankful for everything the Lord's ever done for me or anything anybody's ever done for me. And... uh, And we need to remember the good things he's done for us. We need to remember the good things that other folks have done for us. That's just a good thing to do. What what do you think? Just just, just be thankful. Just just be thankful. A lot of times I I see folks grumbling and complaining about things they don't have. And one thing I've learned over the years as well is just be thankful for what you do have. Be thankful for what you do have. And and as you do that, it it just things will go better for you. So anyway, having said that, uh, this this time of the year, we ask folk, uh, different ones from the church, to come up and give a brief, you know, one to two minute testimony of just something they're thankful for. And so we will go through. We've got about 10 or 11 people, and uh, we just ask everybody to keep it to about one or two minutes. Uh, first of all, we will start with Caleb Knott. Where is he at? Come on down. Yeah. Hey, bud, how you doing? Now, let's see, you're going to be a little short, so hold this microphone for me. Let me see. Can I pick you up? Oh, man, there you go. Hey, your daddy's going to hold the mic. Now, tell us what you're thankful for, bud. I thank you for my brother, sister, and we and puppies, and... Bella and Papa and Mima and Kathy, Derek and Daddy and Mommy. And don't forget Mommy. <laughs> Did your grandpa make you say that, that you were thankful for him? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Are you done now? Yeah. You did a good job. Give him a big hand. All right, very good. He did good. All right, Mary Antonacci. Come on, Mary. He didn't tell me it had to be two or three minutes. Oh, oh, oh. just okay. see whatever. You're a school teacher, so you're. you're I like to talk. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when Pastor Diane, actually, a few weeks ago, I was in Florida. At the beach, sitting at the beach, carefree, put loose, fancy free, and I got, thanks to technology, a, an email from Pastor Diane asking me to talk today. And I've been worrying about it ever since. Well, I'll tell you why. And it isn't because I didn't have any, you know, I'm not afraid to talk in public because, uh, as anyone knows, my thing is trying to be quiet. My husband says I'm a human noise machine. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't have things. Am I holding this too close? Should I go right here? Right there. Okay. It wasn't that I didn't have things to be thankful for. In fact, I made a list. And uh, so it's kind of long. 
So what I decided to do is just zero in on one thing that I wanted to thank God for today. And uh, to start off, I have to tell you about one of my favorite authors, Catherine Marshall. She wrote a book called Meeting God at Every Turn. And what it was about is all the different turns in her life and the tragedies and the good things and how God met her at every turn. And so what I want to tell you about is one of the turns where God met me and made a big change in my life. Okay. So what we have to do is we're going to have to go back about 37 years, and I was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, my daughter Kelly was a toddler. I was very active in the Lutheran Church, and I was driving to a meeting of Lutheran Church women, and when I got in my car, I did what I do almost every day. I never turn on the radio right away. I always talk to God. I don't like to say praying because praying seems formal. It's like we have conversations. And so that particular day, I mean, it's so vivid in my mind as if it was yesterday. I said, God, I need you to hold this for a minute because I need both hands to say this. You know, I'm so thankful that Jesus Christ died for my sins. And I'm so thankful that when I die, I'm going to go to heaven. But my problem is this space in between. I was having trouble with it. Now I can take a bath. Okay. Uh, I, I had a, a very bad childhood. My, I mean, very dis, well, I won't say dysfunctional because I think they're all dysfunctional. But, uh, or most of them. Very traumatic. My mother was severely mentally ill, and I kind of was the parent my whole life, and it was just she and I. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is that even though I look good, of course I look good, but emotionally and mentally I was a mess. And so I go to this meeting, and I'm president of Lutheran Church Women. I'm having trouble getting women being on the committees, on committees. And, it, and partially it's because our church was having a split at the time. If you've ever been in a church that's had a split, it's bad. It's very, very bad. It opens the door to Satan. It really does. Anyway, after the meeting, a friend of mine said, here's what the problem is. Everybody looks at you and sees that you're a follower of Pastor Bravin. That was our pastor. I was livid. And I said to her, Susan, I always remember this, Susan, I'm telling you right now, Jesus Christ is the Lord and Master of my life, and he's the only one that I follow and serve. And, I mean, I still have goosebumps to this day because without even knowing it, do you know what happened that day? I got born again. And without even knowing it. I mean, they didn't teach that in the Lutheran Church. And I learned what it was to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's the thing I wanted to mention today that I'm most thankful for. I am so thankful that I have a personal relationship with Jesus. It's very different to know about Jesus than to know Jesus. And so that's what I wanted to share with you. If you do not know what it's like to have a personal relationship with Jesus, I urge you to ask him into your life. That's all he's waiting for is an invitation. And your life will change forever. Now, should I get on to the rest of the list? No. Okay. That's it. All right. That wasn't too bad. No, you did great. Excellent. Excellent. That's great. That that tops the time I had a fellow come up years ago and one to two minutes and he had like eighteen pages of notes and, and he went through every last page of them. Well, almost every last page. You, you learn after a while how to you know, I stand back here <coughs> you know, how to hurry him up. But uh no, she did fantastic and uh you know, what she said there is really good that, that we really need to listen to. 
that there's a lot of people that know about God, they know about Jesus, but they don't know they don't know Jesus. And one of the saddest things is when people sit in church week in, week out, week in, week out, and they they know about God, they know about Jesus, but they never really come to to know Him as their personal Savior. And and the Bible says He stands at the door and knocks. All you have to do is open the door. How do you do it? Just say, Jesus, come into my heart. If you if you'll do that with a sincere, repentant heart, He'll come in and I tell you what, He'll change your life and 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 make life worth living. Okay, let's go to the next uh, person that we have here, and it is, uh, let's see, Laurie Brown. Come on down. Is this lady giving a testimony? Huh? Okay. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, um, the most thing that I'm thankful for is God Himself, because. You know, after I got saved, you know, it was like <clears throat> I knew I was part of his family, and I kind of felt close to him to a degree. But uh, until I came to this church, you know, it felt like it was a one-sided conversation, you know. And, you know, he was up there, and that little bitty me was down here, you know. And uh, like I said, you got to deal with life, you know. So when I came to this church, you know, I met friends, you know, who knew, had grown in the Lord, you know, and I learned from them and the pastors here and, and I learned to have a conversation, actually hear, you know, God and, you know, hear all the ways he communicates with us, you know. And so that personal relationship really had a lot of depth to it, you know, after I came here. And um, that was just, you know, I can't describe, you know, how wonderful that is. And uh, the people that God has put in my life, you know, my husband Curtis, you know, he's a... Uh, good Christian guy, you know, he's always trying to do the right thing, and he's a considerate person, and always giving, you know, and he's a really nice person, and my family, and my church family, and oh yeah, I, I learned a lot from Ruth and Paul Fong, <laughs> they have this great uh, Rama teaching, you know, incredible stuff, you know, I'd never known, you know, incredible, great. anyway, thank you, <laughs> all right, well, that's good. All right, that's good. And it's really good when a lady thinks her husband is a good guy. That's that's, that's really good. I and I and I know Curtis, and he he is a good guy. Boy, he's a computer whiz too. I tell you what, he's done all our computer work for us over the years. So, thank you very very much, uh, Laurie, and happy birthday to you. How old are you? Now? No, you. <laughs> no, you don't have to say. Okay, Brandy Collins. Yay. You're a computer whiz, too, I know. I am. I can fill in the blanks when this guy. Oh, excellent. Well, <laughs> we're going to need somebody to fill those blanks in. Uh, yeah, this is, like, insanely hard for me to do this right now, so it's just it's going to be short and sweet. Um you know, I have a wonderful family, and I'm thankful for all of them. But I'm very thankful for this church and for finding it, and it's really filled in a lot. And that's all I can do. That's okay. Well, that's good. Well, that's good. That's good. It's good you can tell she's really thankful. And so that's good. Thank you, Brandy. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, need her computer expertise because Curtis and Laurie, they're going to be moving to Florida. and. And I've tried to talk them out of it, but no. But uh, anyway, so they've been with us a long time. But we're thankful for for uh, 
all that, that he does for us. And Laurie, Laurie does all the bulletin boards back in the children, almost all of them in the children's church, and they look so good. But thanks, Brandy. That, that was very, very good. Um, and don't worry about it being short, because I've learned this over the years. A few words spoken from the heart is better than, you know, than, and so, so it's very good. And so excellent. All these have been just tremendous. Okay, let it, let's see who is next. I'm kind of working from the top to the bottom and kind of working in between here so we get everybody. Let's do, uh, let's do Judy Holzer. Are you ready? All right, come on down. You're the next contestant. Price is right. Is it still on? Yeah. It's not the same, though, after Bob Barker left. They don't know what I'm talking about. No, they don't. God bless there are many things that I have to be thankful for today. Many, many things. But I'm just going to give you the top of the list. I am so thankful that God loves me. I am so thankful that he loved us enough. To send Jesus. We need Jesus. In good times and in bad, we need Jesus. He is the only way. And I'm so thankful that no matter what we do, he loves us. No matter how we act, he loves us. He's not mad at us. He loves us. And his patience with us is so great. His patience. I'm so thankful. His loving patience, not his irritable patience. His loving patience is so great. I'm so thankful for the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. I'm so thankful for the word of God. It's our anchor. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit that brings to us, all that he does. He's our comforter, and he can comfort you like no other. Friends comfort you, but the Holy Spirit is like no other. He can do in us what we cannot do on our own. And he can do in other people what only he can do. We cannot change... We cannot change ourselves. We cannot change anybody else. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And I'm so thankful that he never stops trying. He never stops drawing us. Ever. Ever. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that God will never, ever leave us. He will never, ever leave us. And I'm so thankful. He will never leave us, no matter what you do. He will never leave us. If you offend him, he will not leave you. If you ignore him, he will not leave you. He will keep on drawing you and waiting for you because he knows. He knows us and he loves us deeply anyway. I'm so thankful that we can never get too old to be used by God. We can never be too old for him to renew a dream or to give us a dream. We can never be too old to let go of every room in our heart. 
You know, there are some that we hold on to for a while. Even though we're saved, there are some things that we don't let loose of. And I'm so thankful that you're never too old to let loose of it. I'm so thankful that we can look to God expectantly, continually expectantly, and that we can ride on wings like eagles, not drudgily walk along. We can ride on wings like eagles. We can run and walk not grow weary or faint. He renews our strength. And I'm so thankful that our path can get brighter and brighter and brighter, not worse and worse and worse, but brighter and brighter and brighter. Amen? That's what I'm thankful for. Excellent. Very good. Fantastic. Yeah, that's one thing I've learned about the Holy Spirit is that long after people walk away from you and, and they're done with you, he's still there. He never gives up on you. And if you're here today and you think that, that you've done something that he you know, can't forgive you of or won't forgive you of or you think he's left you, well, you're wrong because he'll forgive you. The Bible says he, he'll forgive and he saves to the uttermost. And so I'm glad he never walks away from us. How, how, how about you? And he's so patient with us and uh, never gives up on us. And, uh, and there's nothing we could do that would ever cause him to leave us. And so, so that's good. That's good. Thank you, Judy. Okay, let's have Curtis Brown come on down. Come on, Curtis. This is my main man right here. So um, I accepted Christ as a, uh, as a young person, um, fifth grade, as my Lord and Savior. Um, I didn't know any Christians. Mom and, dad, Mom and dad weren't Christians. They just took us to church because they figured it was a good thing to do. And once I heard the gospel preached from the pulpit, it was like a no-brainer. Why wouldn't you become a Christian? Why wouldn't you ask Jesus in your heart? Why wouldn't you take that kind of a deal? And uh, that was a problem, though, because I became a Christian without knowing any Christians. And so then later on, um, my family needed to come to Christ and things like that. But then I got um, to the point where I wondered what other people were for. There are people you tell the gospel about, you know, but why are they there? If you don't need them to become Christians, although the pastor did preach from the pulpit, Jesus Christ, what are Christians for? And then, you know, um, being kind of introverted, you know, you tend to withdraw and, and not really seek interaction, but that was wrong. And it took me a long time to figure that out. Then it took me a long time to figure out that um, other Christians are not valuable when you get it right. If you live your life perfectly, you don't need them. You know, you're perfect. You know, God's already saved you. You just go to heaven. What are you here for? Um, Therefore, when you get it wrong, um, and you can see that in the Bible in Peter and Paul, you know, Peter um, got it wrong, and Paul opposed him to his face and set him straight. Um, And you can see that in your own life, too. So for those times when I got it wrong, and there are many, I am truly thankful that you have forgiven me and you've let me work through that and learned and grow from those experiences. And that is truly the thing that um, I'm thankful for you all for today. Yeah, we as Christians, you know, when, when somebody misses it, we shouldn't be in the business of kicking people out. We should be in the business of loving people. Is that right? And doesn't the Bible say when somebody misses it, we need to restore them? Okay. 
So that's what we try to be about around here is just loving people and restoring them, not kicking people out, but loving people. And, uh, and that, that's the love of God. Okay, Jane Hunt. Yay. Hi, Jane. Okay, good morning. Um, I am so thankful for Jesus and grateful that he carried not a part of my debts, but the whole thing on the cross. I'm so grateful for the grace of God that I see demonstrated in my daughter and the calling that's on her life. I'm so grateful for my husband, Joe, his steady, humble, faithful heart. I've learned a lot through watching him that um, humility is a true stronghold of, um, for God, and that'll be your strength. I'm grateful that there's nothing that can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus, grateful that Jesus is the exact and complete expression of the Father. How Jesus showed he felt towards me, God feels the same way. I'm not in trouble with God. I like knowing that. I'm very grateful for Summit. It's a tether and a place of real hope for my family. I'm grateful for Pastor Terry, who preaches the whole truth and nothing but the truth, with the help of God. And I'm grateful for Pastor Diane and the fruit of faithfulness I see in her life. The last thing I wanted to read is something Jesus prayed over all of us right before he left the earth. John 17:14 through 20. I've given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so that they can be made holy by your truth. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. 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 That's very good. And all of these, aren't, aren't all these good? They've just been so good. And, and uh, you can't beat reading the Word of God, what Jesus prayed over us. So very good. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Okay, let's have Ken Sparks come on. And now this fellow here, he makes, he, he makes the best deer meat. That you'll ever have. Well, I guess you shoot the deer and then you make the meat. Man, I tell you, people have given me deer meat over the years, but nothing like what you give. Man, excellent. So, so everybody be after you for deer meat now. So. Well, first I want to say I'm thankful for a wonderful family. I have a beautiful wife, a caring, loving wife who gives her heart and everything to, to everyone. I have three great kids, and I'm thankful that we were led to this church where we have a great pastor who, like Jane said, speaks the truth, and that's something we've, we've looked for, and we really appreciate that. We appreciate you, Pastor. And I'm really thankful for people that were put in my path that when, when I was a sinner that they prayed for me and uh, diligently prayed and, and led me to Christ. And I'm thankful that we serve a big and mighty God who's just and merciful, and we just appreciate him so much but i'm most thankful for our lord and savior jesus christ who who died on that cross for us and 
and gave his life that, that, that we should be born again and, and live with God. We appreciate that so much and something I don't want to uh, take for granted. We take so many things for granted every day that, you know, the, the basic things that, that God provides for us. And I'm just so, th- so thankful for Jesus that he, he did that for us. Very good. I really, really love him. He's got such a gentle, quiet spirit about him. And humble man, I really appreciate him. That's very good. You notice one thing you keep hearing through all of these testimonies, what people are the most thankful for is Jesus. And isn't that, that what we should he He's the one we should be the most thankful for. Okay, let us, uh, how, how about we do a husband-wife combination? We'll have Teresa come up right after her husband. Come on, Teresa. Um, When I received the email, I thought, how could I possibly stand up here in in two to three minutes tell you all that I'm thankful for? I thought, we don't have enough time in the day, maybe a couple hours. Um, I'm thankful for so many things that God has done in my life, and um, I think I'm thankful for the people he places in it at certain intervals that I need it most. When I was 16 years old, I was in a severe car accident, and... I spent three and a half months in the hospital and was told I'd never walk again and never have children. Um, As you can imagine, a 16-year-old being very depressed, cried a lot. And I always ask God, why did you let me live, you know, if this was going to be my life in a wheelchair? Well, lots of determination and um, a lot of help from family. In 18 months, I learned to walk. At that time, Ken Sparks came into my life and... Five years later, we were married, and we were blessed with our daughter. And I I always wondered, you know, why did I have that car accident? Why did I meet Ken? Why did I have the daughter? And I couldn't figure out why God spared my life. Well, 14 years later, he blessed us with two more children. A A lot of bumpy roads that has been, and still I didn't. You don't know where I needed to be or why or, you know, why God still spared my life, which led us to this church. I think that's really been a very big, you know, part of, um, kind of part of my life is when we came here, we needed family. And when we came to Summit Church, I've learned more from Pastor Terry in three years than I have my entire life in church. That's what I needed in life. That's why God spared me was to hear the message, hear about God. And I think this church family has been the most greatest family I've ever had. And when I needed that most, you all have been there in our life and in my children. And when I think about what I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for for you. I'm thankful for Pastor Terry, my wonderful husband, and my beautiful children. Fantastic. Well, we're so glad that God spared your life and you've been a total blessing to us. You and your whole family have been just such a blessing and we appreciate you so much. And and uh, one of the things that I appreciate is, is the uh, way that your daughters can keep a secret because they work at uh, Quick Trip and... Uh, now it has you haven't noticed me in there lately because I've been losing weight. So I haven't been eating the let's see what do I get in there? I get the red hot riplets. Oh no, the 
I can I can confess now. I'm coming clean on a whole lot. I'm coming out of the closet. So, <laughs> red hot riplets, ch- trail mix, check mix, Snicker bars, peanut M and M's, almond joy, and that's just going to the mailbox. <laughs> and when we come back, so we have a little saying with them because they work in there. What happened was it? What happens at Quick Trip stays at Quick Trip. So that's, but. Uh, but no, I tell you, we're just so thankful for the Sparks family. God has really done a wonderful thing in that family and, and uses them to bless people. And we're just so thankful for, for the whole Sparks family. Amen. They're just wonderful, wonderful people, all of them. So uh, good, good, good people. All right, let's, uh, let's go to Carol Penfold. Carol? Uh, yeah. First one, all right. <laughs> How do you do this every week? <laughs> First of all, I want to thank Diane, Pastor Diane. Um, when I got the email, I freaked out. But what it has done for me is now I am not so focused on what I'm going to eat for Thanksgiving. Because usually Thanksgiving is not about being thankful. It's about what am I going to cook? Is it going to be on time? You know, just all of that. Um, other than that, I want to... I am so thankful for my 23 years of sobriety. God, God was doing for me what I could not do for myself even before I knew him. Um, I'm thankful for my mom and my kids. They love me unconditionally, even though we drive each other nuts. Um, I'm so thankful I found this church. When I walked in this church, I knew I was home. And one Friday night at McAllister's restaurant, a really good friend of mine, Jeannie, she brought me to the Lord. And the reason that she did was because Pastor Terry had talked about committing to the Lord every Sunday. And I kept wanting to come up here and do it, but, you know, I just, I don't know. I was just afraid to. I don't know why. Um, so McAllister's on a Friday night, I committed. I, I just knew in my heart I needed to commit. So um, I am learning more about the Bible, more about God's goodness in the past 60, 60 years. <laughs> than here at this church than I have my whole life. And I went to a Presbyterian church my whole life, just, just, just like him. You know, we went every Sunday to church because it looked good. Um, but then we never prayed. We never talked about God, you know. Um, I'm also very grateful for Ed coming into my life. Um, I'm a pretty high-strung person. So um, he really brings the balance back into my life. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good. Well, that's great. You can get you can become a Christian, get saved in church or at the bakery or in the car at work, because Jesus is wherever you're at. Is that right? So praise God. Now that was very good. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. It's good. Very good. And, uh, and, and you know, God did a great work in her, her sobriety. How many years has that been? 23. Isn't that wonderful? God can, <laughs> praise God. 
he, he strengthens us and keeps us, uh, helps us. That's good. Very, very good. Now, you may have wondered why we haven't had any teenagers up here. It's because, and, and I believe I, I got everyone on the list here. I don't think I, I don't think I missed anybody. Yes, sir. What do you what 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 do you want, John? No. <laughs> sure you can. Sure, I'm teasing. Go ahead. Come on. Him and, him and me, we we uh, we kid one another a lot, so that's why. It's do whatever you want. Well, last year you asked me to come up here, and I was kind of reluctant. Are you the guy that had the 18 pages of notes? And you have to <laughs> no. But anyway, um, last year I didn't know what to say, and I kind of like prophesied beforehand that I remember saying, I said, thank God I don't have cancer. Well, this year I can truly say, thank God I don't have cancer. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Praise God. Yeah. You know, Jesus is a healer, isn't he? He's a healer. Praise God. He's healed. We've, we've seen the Lord heal so many folks around here over the last 20 years. He's still in the healing business. And there's no case that's too hard for him if you'll just trust in him. Is that right? All right. So thanks, John. Thanks for sharing that. All right. Well, now, uh, that's very good. I'm glad he shared that. Um, and I was just teasing with him. You know, he, him and me were, were buddies. Um, the youth, the teenagers, they haven't come up and said anything and that's because we have asked them to put a video together and so it's going to be up on the projection screen so let, let's watch it. it takes just a couple minutes but it's really good I've seen it but let's watch it again Boy, she'd speak her mind and just tell you right what she thought. And so I love Noma. And so one day, after several years, she just couldn't take it anymore. Because she would, she, I love her to pieces, but she would comment on different ladies' hair and different, because she was a hairdresser, you see. And the one day after several years, she just couldn't take it anymore. She pulled me aside. She said, I just can't handle this anymore. She said, now I'm a hairdresser. I, is it real or isn't it? She said, I know it's not, but I want to hear it from you. <laughs> And I said, well, what do you think? And she said, well, it sure, it's a good, but she said, it just doesn't look real, not all the way. So, and I said, well, well, you know, you've said rightly. It's like when they asked Jesus if he was the son of God. He said, you've said rightly. So she said, it's a hairpiece. I said, you've said rightly. And she said, yeah. She said, and I had the one one time it would fold up at the back. And it's, it's just been, guys, I'm just so tired of it. So, so what? Uh, huh? 